This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Skate Podcast on WEEI.com. Bobby Orr, behind the net to Sanderson, Orr! Bobby Orr! Orr! For the first time in 39 years, the Boston Bruins have won the Stanley Cup. Talking Bruins and NHL. Sure, old-time hockey. Like any sure. With writer and producer Brian DeFelice. Brian DeFelice is an emerging talent. Bridget Prue. Yeah, he's a little bit on the hot seat. Burn him! And WEEI.com Bruins writer Scott McLaughlin. Great Scott! Lay some up for some bees talk right now. I'm not gonna suck! It's the Skate Pod on WEEI. Welcome into the Skate Podcast. This is not Brian DeFelice, as usual. Uh, you're, you're hearing Scott's voice. Bridget Prue is with me, and we're just doing a little quick intro. Uh, as you can tell from the title of the episode, this is an interview with Jacob Zaborl. Uh, if you listen to our most recent episode, I kind of teased at the end that we we're going to try to do some of these throughout the season, and uh, was able to talk to Zaborl on Tuesday uh, after practice. And, you know, ahead of the Bruins' second preseason game, he's not playing in the second game. He did play Saturday, as uh, you know, as everyone knows, but that was his first game back from ACL surgery. So figured, you know, good player to talk to. He played 25 minutes. Uh, and, you know, obviously a, a key player for the Bruins going to the season because, you know, he should have a good opportunity to play a key role you know, especially early on with McAvoy and Grizzlicket. Yeah. And Scott, you got to the, you got to the tougher questions. That's what, that's what we like about <laughs> Scott, uh, having Scott on the team. No, but Zaboral was very comfortable in, in answering your questions as well. A lot of stuff about, you know, the health, but also about the fact that now there's such competition on the back end to steal a spot while McAvoy and Grizzlick are recovering. Um, I was actually surprised with some of the, the answers he gave about his health. Um, Scott also asked about um, playing his offside. Um, he had kind of a funny answer to that as well. Uh, so, so yeah, no, it's, it's a good about eight, nine minute interview. Um, and Scott, you, you got some information from him that we didn't know uh, about as well about him and his relationship with Pavel Zaka. Yeah, I will just tease it, but so if people don't know, him and Pavel Zaka grew up together. They're they're from the same hometown in the Czech Republic. They played on teams growing up. They were both part of the 2015 draft class. Um, but his first reaction when he found out that Pavel Zaka was coming to Boston, which first off, so Zaboro got like a weak head start. He knew knew that the trade was in the works uh, ahead of time. But his first reaction was maybe not what you would expect. He, he uh, was concerned about something else uh, besides just being 
excited to to play with a childhood friend. So you're gonna have to listen uh, to get to find out what. Yeah, so we knew they were. We knew that Zaboral and Zaka had been friends since they were kids and played together since they were kids. But it's kind of it's kind of funny seeing this like off the ice. Like it is, this is an important hockey answer, but it's just kind of an interesting, uh, you know, situation like behind the curtain kind of look. Yep. So I don't think we need to uh, delay it too much longer. So. Well, Scott, I need to know. Did you ask Uh-oh. him about the popcorn? I didn't. So I was getting, I was, I was getting to my the popcorn. I didn't ask him about the, the press box popcorn. I'm, to, I'm almost positive. He, I've seen him eating it before up there. I, I definitely have. So I, I'm pretty sure he's a fan, but. <laughs> cause uh, I bumped into him cause he was injured for so much of last season. I bumped into him a bunch on the ninth floor and it was almost always right near the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. So n- no popcorn question. So if, you, ah, next time. if that's, if that's what you came here for, uh, sorry, to, sorry to disappoint, but nope, I'm not listening. You'll, nope. you'll, have, to, you'll have to settle for for questions about uh, ACL recovery and hockey. I guess. Uh, yep, the boring stuff. Just kidding. Yep. All right, so here it is. Here's my interview with Jay. Oh, and by the way, one last thing. So uh, you'll hear me introduce him as as Jacob, and I made sure to double check with him, and he does actually prefer Jacob, the uh, anglicized oh. version of his name, over Jakob. Well, that's actually, that's news too. And that's yeah. so funny to, to me. That's really funny because uh, I am a play-by-play broadcaster and I'm always trying to get the right pronunciations of names. And like, you, these guys will let you go on for years without telling you, like, actually, I prefer it this way. Like, and then you're yeah. like, well, it's already, everybody has <laughs> called you this for like 10 years now at this point. So right. well, that's good to know. Or or you can be like Marshan where you change it a few times throughout your career. Marshan, yeah, Marshan. T- Tyler, yeah, Segan, Sagan. <laughs> sequin uh yeah <laughs> so i guess jacob that's easier to say anyway i can i yeah. can roll with that yeah all right well here it is here's the interview all right here with jacob zaborl jacob thanks for taking a few minutes to join the podcast thanks for having me so you get back on the ice saturday your first game back after acl surgery how did you feel uh pretty good honestly it was sore at times and uh, as the game went on it, it was getting uh, a little bit sore but other than that, it was, I felt like I was in a really good position and I played well, I think. How long did it take during the rehab, you know, for you to get comfortable and confident in, in your skating again? Uh, so, uh, I, I think it took me like five months to get on the ice. Uh, I was wearing a brace at that time too. And I skated for two weeks before I left uh, and went home after a season. And when I got home, I started to skate again, wore the brace maybe like two, three times, and then I just chugged it and never, never got it back on again. So uh, it feels great right now. Obviously, there's the physical side of coming back from an injury like that. I assume there's also a mental side. Did you have to, you know, what did it take to like get comfortable and confident that you like you can make the cuts and stops and starts and all the stuff you needed to do? Honestly, the mental part was a little bit easier than the physical one uh the physical one sucked i was in a lot of pain at first after the surgery and i had to start moving my leg right away and the mental side i was surrounded with the great people especially scotty wall who was taking care of me and uh guys in the gym here timmy and kevin uh they all just helped me out tremendously and uh getting on the ice i was just i didn't really think about the pain going on I was just so excited to step on the ice again. 
I think we almost take ACL surgeries for athletes for granted now because so many guys come back and they are strong and, you know, in some cases even better. But were, were there times where, where you wondered, you know, am I going to be able to be the same uh, after this? <laughs> All the time, honestly, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, the progress was so fast and uh, uh, everything was moving in the right direction with the guys taking care of me here. So, uh, you know, I didn't uh, – at times I was like, oh, my God, like – what if I'm gonna struggle? What if that? What if that? But every time I got back to the rink in the morning and uh, so things started to pick up, you know, I was every single day I was able to do more and more. So that was just uh, really helping me mentally to uh, not to look at the stuff that could go wrong with it, but what I can achieve after. In addition to just coming back from the ACL injury, you're also battling for a roster spot. You're trying to establish yourself, you know. As a regular, what were the things that you felt like you needed to improve and work on this offseason heading into the year? Uh, honestly, I didn't really view myself improving. I was just trying to get in the best, best uh, spot possible with my health and uh, with the knee. So I was just working on little things, you know, uh, Get, getting getting back on the ice, getting stronger in the gym, trying to get back my strength and uh, range of motion, everything, so I could be, you know, I could come to camp and do my best. Before you had the injury, you know, it seemed like you were maybe starting to establish yourself. You had a good stretch of games at the NHL level there. <clears throat> How did you feel about your game at the time, and, and what were some of the things that you were doing better than maybe, you know, previous opportunities you had? Uh, I feel like I, I was just getting more comfortable uh, being myself on the ice with guys. I, I didn't view my teammates as someone uh, who's more experienced, who's better player than me. I was going out there to show myself and show my skill and what, what I can bring to the team. So my mentality last year really switched from the previous years. And yeah, I, think, I guess that was the main difference, my mindset going into games. What's your mindset mentality going into this year where you know there's some openings with Charlie McAvoy and Matt Grizzly go but you know obviously still some competition uh, for, for playing time here. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my mentality didn't change at all uh, as I said I feel like I'm really good uh, spot strength wise and conditioning wise so it's all just about going out there and bring something to the team and help 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 our team win games. We've seen you play some on the right side, both during this camp but also in the past. And, you know, there could be opportunity there. How comfortable are you on your offset? I feel like uh, ever since I got to Bruins organization, I've, I've, I've been put to right side a lot. I've been put to left side a lot. So I, I don't really view any difference. Hockey is still the same. You just have to do it on different sides. And uh, I don't think it's, uh, it's my biggest worry right now. We hear, we've heard a lot with Jim Montgomery coming in, that he wants defensemen to, to be more active, get more involved in offense. How do you see yourself playing playing into that? I love it. Uh, so, so, some would say that I'm a I'm pretty good skater, so I'm, I'm going to use that and join the rushes. Uh, you know, like uh, being able to, to go DDD, move the puck up, and uh, the first D that made a pass joins the rush right away, I think it's going to help our offense, and uh, I'm really looking forward to doing that more and more. How uh, How has, like, the physical aspect of getting back on the ice been, whether it's 
content and it took a pretty good hit from Connor Clifton and Christ today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just so tired. We had four Ds on, on one side and uh, we played some power play and uh, we played some four on four, three on three. So it was really tough. And when I, got, when I saw Cliffy, I just, I don't know, I just sat my ass. <laughs> Um, so you're from the same hometown as Pavel Zaka, and I know you had said you know you guys played together growing up. Uh, when did how did you find out that he was uh, joining the Bruins, and what was your first conversation with him like after that? Oh, so uh, he called he called me uh, maybe a week before he got actually traded, and he was like, uh, so it looks for 95% that I'm going to Boston Bruins. And I was like, oh my God, am I going to lose my apartment? <laughs> because he was renting me his apartment that he owns ah. in Boston. So I was living there last season. No, I was just, I was just super happy with him coming here and, uh, you know, being able to see him uh, grow as a player. And uh, then now that he's he came to more offense, offense offensive team, I think he's going to... I think he's got, he's able, and I think he's gonna do uh, great things for us. So, did he kick you out of the apartment? Yes. He yeah, did. I had to look for a new one. Uh, <laughs> gotta gotta deal with curveballs during the offseason, yeah, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, not just Pavel, but Krejci comes back. You know, you guys got a bunch of checks here. Is that guys kind of have like a your nice little group going? Uh, I wouldn't say we have a nice group. Like it's always nice uh, being around Czech people, you know. Especially in the US, it's not it's not so common for us. So now that we have five guys in the locker room, it's uh, for sure is nice. But we don't really want to be just grouped up as Czech guys. We want to be with everyone and uh, spending our time time with all the teammates. I know you're just focused on the here and now, but. Does your mind wander to, to what the defense might look like when Grizzly and McAvoy do come back? You know, obviously, it's going to be a lot of good defensemen uh, on the team at that, at that point. Yeah, uh, that's, that's not something I'm, I'm looking, for, looking for right now. But uh, it, it's, uh, they will come back eventually. So I will just have to uh, step their right foot in front and uh, do my best uh, get a hold of my spot and so I don't let anyone to take it from me. All right, thanks a lot Jacob. Thank you very much.